0: Hello and welcome to the Arsenal way back again with you guys for another show another episode of our analyzing Arsenal series now typically we would do these shows after the latest fixture and break down everything that happened however with the game postponed in the North London Derby what we thought would be a better idea to do is to focus in on one of the players that Arsenal have been linked to. And when it comes to Arsenal and players that have been linked to them, there's kind of only one player that you can really look at right now, and that's Dusan Vlaovic. To do so, I'm very happy to be joined by David Hughes. How are you doing, mate? You good? Yeah, very good. Thank you, mate. Uh, Happy to be on the show again. Absolutely. It's a pleasure to have you on, as always. Um, So talk to me, kind of, when you first saw the link between Arsenal and Dusan Vlaovic, a player that I know you've written about, of course, too – do you feel like this is the type of ambitious move that Arsenal have needed to kind of make in the transfer window to elevate themselves to get back onto that pedestal of competing regularly for the top four and hopefully titles in the future?
1: Yeah, one hundred percent. Look, he's a he's a he's a top player. He's reaching that bracket now where he's probably you know one of the sort most sought after uh, forwards in Europe, um, which you know is often the case when you when you score and like he is, but. You know, he's still such a young player. Uh, I, think he, mm. I think he's still he's either 21, 21 or 22, yeah. 21, yet. Yeah. So uh, just 21, but a really good physical profile. Um, you know, exclusively talking about Arsenal for the minute, if you, you kind of think of what they've got at the moment. Well, we know. How many times have me and you talked about on the show? Uh, there's not really that <laughs> standout forwards. You know, they're going to lose one, possibly two in the summer, two of the, the, the main strikers. Um And he's definitely what they're missing so on that basis i can fully understand uh why they're so keen on him my only concern would be because he's now reached um that bracket where you know he's high on the priority list of of many kind of top european clubs because of how well he's doing i fear that you know it's going to it could be quite difficult to get a deal over the line because it's going to be so competitive to try and you know, Lander's signature. Uh, so that's the only thing I'd be a little bit concerned about from an Arsenal point of view, but, you know, make no mistake about it, if Arsenal can get the deal done, then I think it's a really good move for them.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I th- obviously, he's a player that a lot of Arsenal fans have become very acclimatised to through their own research and, and watching plenty of him. But, when you compare kind of the impacts that he would have as a striker in comparison to, say, having Pierre-Luc Aubameyang, who's thought of as more of a finisher than someone who kind of creates necessarily chances for himself through holding players off, through physical play or being a target man, what key difference, differences do you think you'd see in a Mikel Arteta team with Vlaovic up top instead of a, a, a Aubameyang or a Lacazette?
1: Yeah, well, I think the beauty about Vlaovic about is he, he, he does kind of have that it's such a cliched line but it's really difficult to say it another way he's, he's got the whole package really i mean you look at him initially and you think okay you know he's an imposing physical profile he's six foot three inches and he's you know he's quite well built as well so the initial thought would be okay we're looking at a a kind of target man here you know a threat in the air and um, uh, you know good at holding up the ball yeah okay he is those things but to be honest, he's also a really good uh technical player. You know, mm. if you I mean if you look at his goals, I'll bring them up now. So as I said, the assumption would be to be a lot of header goals in there, and there definitely are one or two. But you know, I'm looking at his last his last five goals, left-footed shot, um, left-footed shot, another one, penalty. There's one header, then left footed, right footed, another penalty, a direct free kick. I mean, you're looking at a player who can score. A variety of goals. Um, and that's really interesting from an Arsenal point of view because I think you can play a few different ways with them. Uh mm. he can still link really well with with you know the midfield and Arsenal's kind of key attackers. You know, these attackers who've who've really been carrying the team without that out and out forward for a lot of this season. He can mm. link really well with them, but obviously he has got that clinical edge to his game as well, which is which is exactly what the team needs
0: yeah, obviously, Abamyang's missed a ridiculous amount of high-profile chances in games over the last 12 to 18 months. And Arsenal could bring in plenty of strikers that are clinical, like they've been linked to Jonathan David and Alexander Izak and Dominic Calvert-Lewin, players that are clinical. But it is those additional traits in Vlaovic's game that make him kind of the standout. His age is obviously really attracted to Arsenal as they look to kind of continue to build this project of young prodigies i suppose uh within that group so they can develop together and mature as a group and, and go to take on the next stage which you would hope to be champions league qualification possibly a fight in europe for that trophy and even a premier league push in in the near future is the ultimate dream um what concern would you have say in this january window The the likelihood of a deal remains pretty low it's it's a situation where there's no issue between Arsenal and Fiorentina. There would be a, an ability to agree a deal between the clubs, but it's the agent and the player that are proving to be the big kind of barriers to this. If Arsenal fail in getting their their man in Vlaovic and aren't able to bring in a striker during this window, they remain in the situation with Abamyang. It's not sorted. There's social issues behind the scenes there. Having just Lacazette and then Enketia, who has also been linked with a move away this winter, although a departure doesn't look too likely, how much of a damage do you think that would do to Arsenal's hopes of qualifying for the top four?
1: Yeah, it's look, it's tough because I think you know Arsenal have done a good good job of getting themselves where they are on the table. You know they remain really competitive this year. They've managed to kind of cling on to those to, to those top kind of um, sides. You know, obviously we take City, Liverpool out of that, probably just about Chelsea as well. But you know, Arsenal there, right in the mix, beyond behind them, I should say, um, but. It's a fair point you make, and I would feel a little bit for this Arsenal side as the campaign goes on. Um, you know, as we get to the business end, without that kind of real, um, reliable forward profile, I think they'd struggle. Could they potentially look at something short term um, with having him in mind? You know, if you think of mm. maybe if you can get it, get get something in uh, something in place where. Vlavic becomes, you know, an option, someone, and you just bring someone in for the short term to deliver you maybe six or seven goals between now and the end of the season. Doesn't sound a lot, but you know, over that, or oh, it, it is, and there could be potentially, you know, match match winning uh, yeah. goals. Yeah. So, if I was Arsenal now, I agree with you. I don't think the deal is going to happen in January. Uh, I think we've got, you know, two weeks is it? Two weeks left That's of the window. Yeah. yeah, I think the window's too short. I think his representatives are going to be like you've said they are a little bit difficult because look he's he's a highly sought after asset you know a lot of big clubs want him this is going to be a big move for them uh it has yeah. to be a right move i imagine he's going to want all the finance financial aspects to be right and you'd imagine uh wherever he goes you know hopefully on this show we want it to be Arsenal. if he ends up going to arsenal then. You anticipate because of his age, he's going to be there for a long time. Um, so it's got to be the right move. I don't think it's something you can just kind of squeeze through in the winter window, which is obviously notoriously difficult to to get right. So if I'm in charge of Arsenal, I'm thinking right. Let's let's start fine tuning the uh, the aspects of that deal. Try and yeah. get that lined up for the summer. And but I think they've got to do something short term. Uh, if they can, even if it's just a low move, just someone who can deliver you six or seven goals, uh, which could be the difference come the end of the season.
0: Without feeling too bad about kind of putting you on the spot, I mean, I've looked around at kind of the the possible options of of strikers that could come in on loan, because Arsenal are in a really difficult situation. You need to bring in someone that can give you As good, if not more, than what you've currently got available in in Sally's Andre Lacazette. You know, a player that can bring you six or seven goals. The immediate player that comes to, and obviously a player of the quality that still is going to be able to be let go by a team on loan. All of those kind of factors make it really difficult. One of the only names that really naturally comes to my mind is someone like Luka Jovic at Real Madrid as a possibility. Already spent time on loan back at Frankfurt, didn't go amazingly well, and it hasn't really worked out since he left Germany to Spain. But I'm really struggling to look at other sides and think well why on earth would they let that player go alone first of all and second of all anywhere else and you're kind of not getting a player that's going to give you any more than what Lacazette or even Eddie Nketiah can give you in those final months
1: yeah and i mean and look that that's the problem isn't it with this window uh, I, as i said it's a notoriously difficult one to to bring in the uh, the right player uh, which is why i think you're probably looking something short term in terms of options i agree it's hard even mm-hmm. if it's a low move maybe it could be taking advantage of a player having a really good campaign um and maybe a smaller club where you think you could entice them to make a step up to someone like yeah. uh to a club
0: like arsenal Do you like a dennis be- at watford or someone like that yeah
1: that's a really you know what to be honest tom that's a really good example mm. so you know he's a, he's on the back of a really good campaign um so far anyway but he's at watford uh arsenal obviously a huge step up for him mm. uh, but there also wouldn't be this uh added pressure of of having to um basically appease him you know make him feel like he's going to be the number one he, he would probably accept that you know within the next 12 months he wouldn't be number one at Arsenal, but he could have an impact he could deliver goals so i think he to be honest tom is a really good example of the kind of profile maybe arsenal should target on a, on the short term i think there's a. I always get his pronunciation wrong, so you know, listeners go, go and actually check <laughs> it out. But there's a there's a player at Liverpool, uh, I think it was on when Year, something like that. Um, Tiago, yeah, well, oh, I think he's at, Union I think Berlin I
0: know, yeah, 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 I think I know yeah. what you're talking about. Yeah, go on, yeah,
1: so, yeah, exactly. So he is uh, with Union Berlin now, he might even be away at the African Cup of Nations with Nigeria. Um, but you know, he's. He didn't really make the.
0: Awani, is that? His yeah, name? that's yeah. it. Yeah, A-w-a-w-n-e-y. yeah, You can
1: see why I was getting their tongue twisted yes. on that one. <laughs> yeah, um, but, yeah that's So that's he's another good example. He's, yeah. uh, he, he went Union Berlin, and you know didn't quite cut at Liverpool, but he's gone there, and he's. I mean, i was bringing up his numbers now. You know, he's got nine goals in the Bundesliga, two in the uh, conf- Conference League this season. Um, you know, he's a player who's scoring goals, he's he's strong, he's he's got a good again, another good physical profile. You know, these type of players I think that's who Arsenal can maybe target, wouldn't break the bank either. And it could just be a difference maker between now and the end of the season until we get someone more long term in who could have that, you know, as you said, build the team around. I think that's then Vlavic.
0: Yeah, and I mean obviously we're in a Arsenal are in a situation, as I said, that they've got to try and find someone that's willing to move that the club would be willing to sell i mean thinking about it that the difference between arsenal achieving champions league and europa league is a massive amount of money so Mm. you would think that maybe if you can invest say 10 to 15 million pounds in a striker that was anyway going to be because lacazette was likely going to move in the summer abamiang's future is uncertain eddie Nketiah's future is uncertain the likelihood is that you would need to be looking at two forwards including your marquee in the summer. So, I mean, you could look at Basel and say Arta Cabral is a player that's doing mm-hmm. really well over there as a possible option, maybe wouldn't cost an arm and a leg to bring in. Mm-hmm. And there are other players out there that, especially in, in, as you said, the Bundesliga is a good place to look for certain strikers that are doing quite well at some of those mid table clubs that are standing out. Um, but there's also the argument just to round things off that you could look to say a wide forward um someone like a dejan Kulicevski, someone that can play in kind of a, a central role um and a wide position as well we've been linked to noah lang at club bruges as well who's another player that can play in those multiple positions and we already have one technically in gabriel martinelli who can play in a wide position in central mm. so possibly that kind of style like characteristically would be something that arsenal should look at
1: yeah you're right i um... I mean, the only the only thing I was I was thinking about initially as we were talking there, I was thinking, you know, would that potentially impact like a you know, Saka, for example, mm. playing in those positions. But um I don't think it would, even being Arsenal. No, I don't think it would. And I think that's the bet that that's another good, good option because what you're doing is you've got potentially a versatile player uh, mm. who can play more than one area. Um but they're still bringing that kind of priceless commodity, which is which is goals. Uh, I think there's a lot of good examples of those players out there. You know, these players who've maybe come over South America to use. And you mentioned Basel. I think they're a really good kind of gap because they tend to bring in some really good talent from the likes of South America. Yeah. You know, they, they rear them, both uh, they sell them for a the reasonable fee. Uh, and that's kind of all their business model so there's some good players there uh and tends to have a couple of them so if you can if you can find a player who's a you know a good wide attacker can play through the middle as well can just deliver you again i keep talking about six or seven goals i know mm-hmm. it sounds like I'm being specific but that can be the difference for arsenal this year um and i also think it's achievable to find a player who can kind of deliver that in this market yeah, you know, I think it's a, it's a bit unrealistic to say, you know, go and get bring in, and get your 10, 15 goals from now to the end of the year. Mm. I don't think that's possible, but there's definitely options that he could, he could bring in uh, that could, you know, make the difference between now and the end of the
0: season. Absolutely. David, thank you so much, mate, for coming on the show. I really appreciate your time as always. Tell people where they can find you.
1: Yeah, just at the AQs on Twitter or Instagram and any Arsenal content, of course, will be on Football London.
0: Absolutely. We will see you again very soon for the next show. You'll be able to catch Mikel Arteta's press conference if you haven't done so already on the Channel 2, uh, taking place this afternoon ahead of the game against Liverpool. And then, to, of course, tomorrow we'll have the Arsenal Agenda show, as always, 9.30am Monday to Friday. We'll see you again very, very soon. And as always, up the Arsenal. And keep following us down the Arsenal way.